0: Zach Fisher, how are you doing today, buddy? What
1: is going on? We have preseason NBA basketball on TV.
0: That's a thing. It's almost here. That's a thing. People it people watch that. Do do guys? Oh, even yeah! Point, people gamble like, on it. Do people even pay attention I to any of that? Like really? Oh yeah.
1: Hey, you gotta you gotta see see the team. It's uh, it's just like preseason football. It's like yeah yeah, we haven't had it in a few months. It's just like a little 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 appetizer for the uh, for the main course of the season. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little exciting. You you get to see the starters for a little while, and you get to see the uh, the the end of the bench guys, the G League guys, the guys that are you know really grinding it out. I I enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I, see, I I just I don't feel like the players are really trying or or making any any difference to try and make these games of any value of any sort. I, I uh, Some guys I'm sure are getting back into shape. I'm sure some teams are building a little bit of chemistry, but I think most of them are just wasting everyone's time.
1: <laughs> well, you're not, you, obviously you're not getting, you know, we're coming off of the, the finals. That's the last thing you remember in your head, but you, you're, you're still getting NBA basketball. You, you're still, you're still seeing recognizable names and goofy stuff happens and NBA Twitter is, you know, starting to ramp back up and hot takes are forming and overreaction is starting and it, it's it's just a you know it's just the the precursor to what's about to what's about to happen what's about to be
0: uh
1: all all on our plate soon
0: yeah we need to get rid of preseason we got to get rid of preseason I, I don't i don't know why we have it it, it, seems, it what, seems just a
1: more media day
0: space the space the games out we we have some time that's allotted right now why do we have to play so many games back to back at all just just space it all out
1: well they already spaced it out more last year
0: yeah they really have that's made a, a huge difference uh, the, the not having that was it three games and four nights the, the, i think that was the well, worst that was just it ever a could lockout
1: be. year yeah that was just a lockout year but yeah because they, they used to start like halloween and now it starts midway through october so they They started it early. They already already spread it out. Yeah, all right.
0: Hottest take you got for the NBA right now in preseason? What's the the craziest thing you've seen so far?
1: The craziest thing I've seen uh, after last night's Celtics preseason, I saw some NBA Twitter uh, personalities sort of jokingly, but you can kind of tell, like, this is probably going to happen, saying, uh, you know, should there be concern over the Celtics offense? Because – uh, they just saw shot horribly from three, so that was definitely like a, a super super hot take. Like you said, it, it, it's preseason, but Brad Brad was pretty mad after the game, but I think it's just kind of coach speak and just kind of trying to get people more mentally prepared for the season than how, anything. That's how many of going those wrong. missed
0: shots were Marcus Smart, or, or am I being too specific? Was anyone else really missing shots, uh, or was it just him? Because because in my no, eyes, it's, no, it's Marcus, really always just him.
1: Marcus was playing. Marcus was playing well. It was just everybody. I think in the first half it was uh uh 0 for ten. Wow. For the for the team from from three. So just overall just just crappy. Uh, Markeith Morris got ejected uh, a couple nights ago.
0: Really. That so is. So that's
1: always uh, that's always fun.
0: Wait, did he did he do anything or?
1: Uh, he got into it with one of the uh, one of the Knicks
0: players. As you do, as you do, because there's nothing to do in preseason. I don't blame anybody for getting e- e- ejected. I think that was more rewarding th- than punishing. Uh, obviously, it doesn't really set a good role for the for the team. But this this team is is full of a bunch of veterans right now who are only in interested in this season for one thing. And there's no rebuilding. It's it's win it all or nothing. That, that's that's the goal. So I, I could see why you'd be less interested in preseason. Now, one thing I do find interesting is when he got injected. That's, that's nuts. But I do like this NBA League Pass fourth quarter purchase option. For $1.99, you can purchase the fourth quarter watching um, of any game. Is it does it, is it the only games that aren't on the, the other networks like TNT, ABC, ESPN?
1: Yes, there are, yep, there are there are blackout restrictions. There
0: are blackout restrictions. I hate that, too. That, 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 that's the one thing that I think holds back from all of this League Pass being just super accessible. Is they still have the the tie down on those networks right there that really forces you to only watch them through their outlets, and I wish that would change. But I do like uh, a fourth quarter dollar ninety nine. I, I mean, what are you willing to pay for a movie on a, on a board night like that? I think that's a much more affordable price. You do it at home, especially for a good matchup. Uh, is there a whole game option or just the fourth quarter? Uh,
1: they debuted the the whole game option in uh. 2015
0: and it is it's seven dollars for the whole game yeah i think it's a little bit i mean hopefully you're not watching all these games alone so if you split these in any way i think the cost really drops down it's more of finding enough people that are willing to commit to it i think that that would be the the harder part you know there's always the college kids that are like yeah i'll, I'll go but i don't want to pay it's i feel like it's those uh those um fight nights kind of the same thing that the ufc or, yeah. or whatever it is Everyone wants to watch it. Uh, nobody wants to pay for it.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, if, if you split up, I, I I get the appeal. But like you said, you're you're not getting the the prime ESPN TNT games. So like what what sort of game are you looking for? I like that there's an option. It, it's better than, than no option. But uh, it just. I'm wondering how many people are really gonna gonna go after this this option.
0: Well, uh, hopefully it, it's an option. It's an option. I will keep it in the back of my mind for that one game where it's like, whoa, this this game is super tight or a crazy upsets about to happen or maybe just somebody got really hot and is scoring more points than we've ever seen before. Like I think of like the Devin oh. Booker, what was a 71 against the Celtics. Uh, not the greatest game and probably wouldn't have been on any national television or anything like that. If your local network would have it, but if you were not in the local network and don't have options of that game, that would have been a cool game to kind of jump in the fourth quarter being like, Hey, this guy's got, you know what? 58 going into the fourth right now. Let's see what's going to happen.
1: All right. I can see, I can see the appeal there. There's always always something going on. One of my, my other concerns is just, NBA League Pass is not the most reliable. It has a bunch of problems, and it's one thing if you pay for the the whole season, and you know, once in a while it kind of goes down. But if you only paid for you know the fourth quarter, so you know uh, a half an hour, 20 minutes a half an hour, if you're spending even five minutes like troubleshooting or trying to figure it out or you know trying to fix it, you've kind of you've kind of wasted kind of wasted your money so i'm a little concerned hopefully they're getting better better now with their uh their technology but in the past it has not been great
0: it, it has to be getting better right like they've, they've been having issues with this since since i was in college and I, i'd like to think that was just the other day but it really it really wasn't like that that was a while ago when we were streaming and trying to connect laptops to tvs and uh, it should be a lot easier right now they should have a better application just in general i think wi-fi has improved most most areas if not all areas uh, but speaking of having options, Netflix is about to add a new option, and it's not just a packaged option, it's a movie option where you get to actually choose the outcome of what you're watching with multiple, I, I guess, paths and directions of each show or or movie. I, I think this is, what I read on this, it was this is going to be a Black Mirror uh, kind of mind option, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Black Mirror just seems like such a strange show to try and describe to people, so uh I, I I like the idea of it though the, the interaction will be fun. I, I think choosing your own outcome of a, of a show and then you know, maybe talking to other people and seeing what they chose and you know, then going down that path and seeing how that how that kind of plays out uh what, what do you think of this? is this uh, is this good consistency or is this kind of gimmicky? A uh, little
1: bit little bit gimmicky uh one of those things that would uh, once it came out I just thought, wait why why have we not had this yet? We've had the you know the ability to do this. I, I'm, I'm thinking that it's more work because you don't just have the the, the standard flow, but you could kind of get away with hey, we're only doing four episodes, but you have you know 120 different combination possibilities. Uh, when you were when you were a kid, did you read the uh, Choose Your Own Adventure books?
0: I did. I did, and. I would try to get a different adventure every time, but I, I always felt like my interests would always steer me more or less in, in a similar direction. Uh,
1: what, I, what I always liked is I feel like the first time I'd read through is I'd do it um, like the way I would, I would act. And so like making smart decisions and then on the second read would go through and try to go through more. What do I think would be like the most exciting way to do this or try to like I would change what kind of character I was pretending to be so you could get more time of, uh, or yeah, you get a little more, a little more out of it, a little more time with the, with the different books, the different adventures. And that was back when, you know, you're, you know, you had to flip the pages to, you know, Oh, go to page 49 or go to this and you got to try to remember what spot you're at. But but this on Netflix, I mean, it's it's all gonna be taken care of for you. And it could even be more than just, do you want to do, you know, A or B? It could be, do you want to do A, B, C or D?
0: What I like about this is I want to see the reviews on it. I want to see, like, the Rotten Tomatoes. Like, hey, I went A, B, C, D, E, F. Like, I went this order, and it was, you know, I don't know, maybe a 70 score. And then I went A, X, G, F, like, a random order, and it was 100. Like, this is the must-watch way. And and I think that'll be fun. I think the reviews will be cool. I think getting the recommendations off it. I also feel like there's certain shows where... I, I, we, we have this thought process all the time in these sort of conversations of, well, I wish the show just did this, or I wish the show did that, or if this character could just act in this way, or why did they get rid of this? I, I'm wondering if the that's the goal of all of this, is to try to make as many people happy as possible rather than offering just alternative endings. Do you, do you think that is kind of the goal here, or do you think it's supposed to be more of an interactive... You watch the show more than once with a different result.
1: I think it it gets you watching. If you already like Black Mirror, which I haven't seen it yet, you've seen it, and I'm pretty sure it's 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 a super popular show. And if they can get you watching it more often, you're spending more time on Netflix. I mean, there's not exactly advertisements, but you're you're seeing more of their shows. You're just around, and you're spending more time on the service. You're more likely to. By the you know the next month to keep keep the uh keep the checks coming in so I think it's a I think it's a cool idea now as someone that's seen black mirror where it's every episode is kind of a different story correct
0: yeah they're all they're all standalones they're they're like uh, it's like Twilight Zone each each episode is like its own mm-hmm. kind of in its own world scenario really, really what they do is they take for the most part futuristic settings and they they change like one little thing and just show you what everyday life is like with that one little change in it. Uh, and, and the change could be, it, it could be minor, it could be big. It, it's 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 really difficult to describe. Like in, in one of the episode, it's it's kind of like, uh, imagine if you lived in a world where you Yelp reviewed everything and everyone. So like if you said hi to me in the morning, it was like, oh, what a nice guy. You know, five out of five stars. Zach's a nice guy. Yep. But the next morning you didn't say hi to me. I was like, oh, well, Zach, Zach's kind of a jerk, you know. And then based on these ratings in, in the episode, they kind of have this hierarchy where the people with the highest ratings get the, the best apartments, they make it the best jobs, they're, they're better applicants for everyday life. And they, they play out the story of an unfortunate scenario where somebody just has a really bad day and some really bad luck and goes from being a very top high-rated person and just tumbles down. And none of it is this person's fault in any way. It's just one thing after another leads to another, and they end up being at the very bottom of all of this for for no no reason at all. Um, but but life is is more or less kind of the same. It's just they tweak that one little thing. Like, what if people just valued this? And I think I think that'll be cool to have alternative endings for all that because there's multiple possibilities i think within all of these stories of thinking all right well that's one case i'm sure there's another case where somebody just skyrocketed and went the completely off the other way maybe they're at the very bottom and they ended up at the very top <laughs> or, or or there's some combination of all the in between so i i think it's exciting for it all now l- let me ask you this i've heard netflix is trying to come up with more ways to make money outside of just subscription they i've heard rumors of commercials of advertisements and now I'm hearing this. If this cost more money, is this something you're willing to pay more for?
1: Um, not right off the bat. I'd have to have to see how it is. And just wondering, that's what I wanted to ask about. We wanted to just make sure that the Black Mirror was what I was thinking of, that it's each episode is, is kind of self-contained. So it works with this sort of strategy. And so I'm not sure how this would scale to, say, a traditional 13-episode story. I mean it would just create like so much content and you know how many how many options could you have before it just gets you know too cumbersome and you know you're maybe you're even like wasting some of your content at that point
0: I mean I think I think some shows I'm sure some shows like this even record alternate endings already where they weren't sure if they wanted to include that I mean there's always bonus footage in, in every movie I mean, there's movies in the past who do have alternative endings already. This is, They're not like, reinventing everything right now. This is something I think that's been done before. But I think the reason they weren't ever released is they weren't as good. I think if you come up with other scenarios and other possibilities that are just as good, you're really just giving people more of what they like. It's exactly what they like. It's, it's just more of that. And I, I think people mm-hmm. want more of that and then regret for having more of that. So I, I don't know. I wonder
1: if, I'm sure they would, but Netflix is, would obviously be recording what everyone's picks were. And I wonder if, how would you even like take a show and if you went one direction, it turned into like a Breaking Bad uh, kind of dramedy with, you know, all, all sorts of, you know, criminal elements. But if you went another way, it would be more like a, you know, like a... Like a romantic comedy you know sitcom kind of thing if you could even go like that far apart and then they would mine that data to find out hey what are people really looking for here what are, what are they like I,
0: I i think it's it's all it's all a good idea but the execution has to be good I, the, the endings and the, the different stories i think have to be up to the same standard i think a lot of reasons why they never released all those alternative endings or even the ones that do get released are only on dvd is because they're not that good, that this is the best way. This is what the yep. director or the producer and all of that thought was really good, and that's why they didn't do all that, because it wasn't as good. So that'll either prove to people of like, look, this is why these people call the shots and we don't. You know, you got everything you wanted, uh, and that's why your show wasn't as good, or, or, or maybe I, the other way around. I
1: can't wait to get into arguments. of We, we both watch the same show. <laughs> you You love it. I hate it. And then for us just to argue and just you to call me an idiot because like, oh, well, you chose that. Well, of course you didn't like it, you idiot. <laughs>
0: like, yeah. You should have went this way. Yeah. Don't, don't you know anything? <laughs> should not have gone down the dark alleyway. Yeah. Yeah. You, you should, Everybody knows that. You should have known better. You, you should have known better. And speaking of you should have known better, I am seeing was – was this a college? Or, this is an NFL celebration The uh, that, that got a fine and an endorsement. Uh, yes. Yes. Who? Which? Which player was this?
1: This was Isaiah Crowell of uh, the New York Fighting Jets.
0: All right. Do you think he should have known better, or do you, do you, where where do you fall in all this? And do you want to describe the event? Because I I'm gonna try and withdraw from d- saying this over the radio. I I think you can do a better job. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we're not on the not on the radio.
0: I'm calling it the radio. We're on a
1: podcast, you can it record live. You
0: we record live.
1: Yeah. Better than the radio. Yeah, well, uh, you can listen to it so live. Isaiah Crowell scored a touchdown, which for the Jets is uh, not the most common thing in the world. So he wanted to celebrate, and so he p- used the football like it was toilet paper. mind that. Uh, to me, this doesn't really bother me. Does, does it bother you?
0: It bothers me that he, all right. He, obviously, he was fined some money, but then he was paid some money by by the endorsement. I, I, no, I don't let's
1: just let's just start off with the, with the with the act itself
0: the act itself does it bother me I Is I, it funny? I don't I don't know a little know. bit
1: not super funny I, but I don't think it's like, very are... funny
0: or clever or something I, I would want to do or there's not one part of me that's jealous of him at all and he just scored t- a touchdown and makes a lot of money to do that uh, so... I,
1: I'm not saying that I, I want to do it but it just whenever there's find it's saying it's the league saying hey we don't want this to happen you know if you illegally hit somebody you get fined uh you know if you do something off the field that's inappropriate you get fined so it's a deterrent from doing this but i don't know it just seems like there's a bunch of adults watching this if this is the adult like this is adult entertainment and see for me it actually doesn't feel like
0: adult entertainment this feels like a child entertainment like i think a kid would it's think sophomore, this is funny for sure yeah um uh, and and I don't know maybe I I guess I don't really have that big of a problem with it I I wouldn't want some I wouldn't want a teammate doing it though and I would be even if I was a coach or or a teammate or anyone in the organization I can't say I'd want my my player or any associated act with me to to be doing that it it's just it's,
1: I just want it, I just want to bring that up because I, I I think that sometimes some of these things come up and it immediately comes as this like super negative thing and I like oh I can't can't believe he did that oh I can't believe oh this this is awful. Then you step back, and it's like, yeah, like I said, wasn't super funny, wasn't maybe the smartest thing, but it, it was a football, like, touchdown celebration. Like, we got way bigger things to be concerned about and to worry about than this. But the story goes even further, like you uh, like you teased before. So he does that. He gets fined for it. So pretty, pretty standard there. But then a company reaches out to him and says, hey, we really like that celebration. We would like to sponsor you. The sponsor is called Dude Wipes. Dude Wipes. Have you heard of Dude Wipes?
0: No, but I, I got a feeling I'm about to.
1: <laughs> Dude Wipes is a company that quote builds builds itself as to, as a toilet paper substitute for men. Now, I thought that toilet paper was getting the job done. I didn't realize that. I needed a substitute, or that substitute's really existed.
0: I I have a lot of comments on that, but I'm a, I'll, let you, I'll let you finish. Do you have do you have more about dude wipes or or is that it?
1: That's uh that's pretty much it.
0: So to, toilet paper <laughs> We we make improvements, I think, in our everyday life. Toilet paper I think is one thing that we we've never improved on and nobody everyone feels so content with it. And I'm not saying I have any problem with it, but it it's definitely not the most efficient way. It's not the most environmentally responsible way, and it, it's just not the best way to do it. So if these are some sort of wet wipe wipe, which I I'm imagining it has to be, it sounds like a premium product. I, I don't know, maybe it's not. <laughs> uh,
1: I've I've heard the the arguments for the uh for the wipes. I'm also assuming that this has got to be in the in the same neighborhood, but.
0: So the the argument is, is if there was something on a table and you went to wipe it up, you wouldn't just wipe it up with just a dry piece of toilet paper. You would use a wet piece to kind of really actually pick it up and actually clean it. I I think
1: that depends on what what you're
0: looking for. I think it's a. uh, we don't we it, don't need to get it, into it, the details it, of, of what's it, it, coming it, it, out it, it, here. We all know it's a
1: weird topic. Yeah. We all know what's yeah, coming out and it needs to be cleaned here. up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's the yeah. only reason there's a wipe is to feel cleaner about this and I think the reason there are substitute products is cuz there's way to be cleaner with this daily action better. <laughs> and then that that's what this is. I do I find it funny that they have chose a football player who, who did this on live TV to be, to be their sponsor? I, I think it's a good move. I think it's a good move for them. When we were talking about it, we would have never talked about that on the never. podcast. And we will probably never even talk about it again just for how difficult I'm finding this po- topic to describe <laughs> over the radio. It, 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 one one simple act of all of this would, would describe it instantly. <laughs> but the to put it in words it makes it a lot sure, worse and yeah. a lot more... Uh, Pleasing, <laughs> not, not not pleasing at all. <laughs> so, uh, so yes. So I'm
1: thinking that Mr. Crowell did not learn his lesson. No, I, I don't think he did either. And I'm wondering, does he continue to to do this uh, routine and and try to get uh you know a, additional support, or do you think he tries to think of other ways that he can get endorsements off of his touchdown dances? as a business venture.
0: <laughs> I I think he should be mostly focused on scoring touchdowns and not so much of what he's doing after scoring touchdowns. The Jets don't have that bad of a well, roster. You
1: know, he's a football player. You, you, uh, you know, especially a running back, you can only play football for so long. You know, you're going to need to secure your, uh, you know, your post career. You know, he's just, he's just being financially savvy is what it looks like to me.
0: Well, you can't have one without the other. You got to be able to score touchdowns to do the touchdown dance. You can't do a touchdown dance without a touchdown.
1: Oh, but he's, he's scoring touchdowns. So I'm saying the next time he does it, what, what are you thinking?
0: I, I think he's happy with his fine being paid for and a future endorsement coming out of nowhere. And uh, as well as he probably has a better way, he probably has a better use than toilet paper right now with this sponsorship. And that improvement on his life alone is something he should be grateful for. <laughs> S- right. S- speaking, speaking of money and increasing money, Amazon is now going to raise their minimum wage to $15 within the next 30 days, we'll say, we'll say in the next month. Uh, yeah, I'm, they're starting next-, starting next month. Starting next month. Now that sounds great in everything. I think that's probably what they should be doing, assuming people are doing labor intensive things that require a higher wage. Now, the, the biggest difference with all this is this is uh, really just making impact from area to area. Based on your state's minimum wage, right?
1: Uh, yes, it it, it does. Uh, it does improve. I think it was uh, two hundred eighty thousand employees' uh, wages will go up, and that'll be different different levels. the The federal minimum wage right now is, I believe, seven dollars and sixty cents. It's between seven and eight dollars. And then obviously state to state has different minimum wages as well. So it's going to affect it differently depending on what, what state and what area uh, that that'll be different.
0: Yeah. So do they, do they have any reasoning for doing it? Or do they just, they said, this feels like the right thing to do or. Um,
1: yep. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what they're saying is, you know, they're trying to look look around and see what other companies are doing and what they can do to, 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 and they're, they're, they're spinning it in the press. It's very much a...
0: We care about our employees. Like
1: philanthropic. <laughs> philanthropic, but uh, I was reading uh, reading a, an article online, uh, more of a, a business side of it, and they were just mentioning how uh, right now, unemployment is at some of the, the lowest, lowest levels it's been in a while. And just if you're looking to attract uh, employees in this sort of environment, you, you, know, you, have to, you have to bring something to the table to entice them, uh, or otherwise they're going to go to other places. So they, are, they predicted that other companies will also raise whatever their minimum wage or whatever similar job wages are as a way to entice people because the, the, there's not a high demand for jobs right now.
0: Well, that all sounds good and healthy, right? Good. good. You're the economist here, right? You went to college for all that. So uh, hopefully uh, this is a trendsetter. I don't I don't see any real downfall to all this. Uh, Again, you you paid paid. What you think you're worth is is hopefully the the goal in every job here. And hopefully that'll make some lives and people's this. Hopefully this will make a difference in a lot of people's lives and probably a larger impact in certain areas than others. But all in all, should should be a, a good change. Do you think other companies will follow? I know you mentioned that that's the goal and they're expecting that. But do you expect that? I think it's it'll be it'll
1: be tricky. I'm sure that some some will. I know uh, some will have to. Uh, I know there's some cities. I don't think there's quite states yet, but cities trying to do the you know city wide minimum wage. Uh, I think that's a little different with the the government forcing it versus for, is the company but i think that yeah companies they're gonna have to compete with uh with these workers and if there's a certain skill that's needed uh, that's kind of how it works is part of it is if you money money talks you know there's there's other perks that can be thrown in but you know it's like hey I, i need i need if you're gonna pay me you know more money than this other company that that's where people are gonna end up
0: well, speaking of negotiating, expectations, and money overall, I'm going to name off three NFL players to you right now, and you tell me which one has surprised you the most or exceeded your expectations for good or bad. And the three names are Patrick Mahomes, Le'Veon Bell, and Jared Goff. What has, what has shocked you the most with each one of those, whether it's good or bad? Uh,
1: well, Pat- Patrick Mahomes seems really good at football. Is that's he, that's what I've noticed. Man, he, are you looking just for like some quick hitters? Or quick, are you looking to go back and
0: forth a little bit on each one. We can go back and forth a little bit. He looks so comfortable. He looks strangely comfortable. Like he's done this before. He does not look like his first year out there. He doesn't look like somebody who, who was just basically thrown in there after some some mid season trades over the off season here. Uh, I I didn't expect I didn't expect this at all. He has impressed me so much of of his accuracy his his arm strength is crazy I, I heard Kelsey in an interview saying I, he thinks this guy can throw it like 80 yards whenever he wants he, he's got a, he's got a rocket <laughs> the kid's playing well he's playing <laughs> he's got well got a cannon he's playing well he's playing well
1: yeah I was watching him uh that was the uh, the Monday night, night Monday night game correct yes it was either Monday it was the Monday night or Sunday night and it was almost like they, they couldn't sack him it, like they, they'd get close and, you know, you're watching football all Sunday and it's just every once in a while a guy will get out of it. But it was just time after time, whether he just juked or he just took off or just he, – he'd do one little move. And not only that, it seemed also that it wasn't juke, okay, let me get to the sideline, throw it to the ball boy. It was like, no, he's juking, getting out of there, and then completing a pass, you know. Fifteen yards down the field for a first down, it it was really incredible to watch.
0: He's been he's been really good out of the pocket, and he gets out of the pocket regularly, and he's hitting, he's hitting guys. He's just finding the open guys. He's making it look so easy too when he does it. He, his comfort level, I I think that's like one of the for me that's like one of the nicest things I think I could tell a quarterback is you look comfortable out there. Because if you're comfortable out there, you can mm-hmm. do whatever you want. You just got to put the pressure on your guys to get open, and and you'll get it there. It changes changes everything. Uh, and I, speaking on the complete opposite end of that, of let's say uncomfortable, Le'Veon Bell is announcing he was going to return now on on week seven, which just seems so strange to me. Of saying, yeah, don't worry, I'm coming back, but I'm going to wait till week seven. I, I'm sure there's he has his own reasons for this whole holdout and all that. I never thought it would get into the actual season that he would miss any games, and even if he did, I think he would miss just one. Here we are. He's already openly admitting he's going to miss the first six, if not seven, games.
1: Uh, I I get why why he's doing it. There is uh, you know, you don't have a ton of leverage, and running back in the NFL is one of the you know the shortest lived you know positions, and especially with he's already been franchise tagged twice, and, and he's concerned about his future probably both from a performance future and from a just general health and just knows he's, he's kind of seen, you know, seen what happened to uh DeMarco Murray where they're like, well, we're not going to have you on the team next year. So yeah, we're just going to run you into the ground because we don't really need you. And I think he just kind of has figured out, all right, here's the number that I'm willing to willing to go to. And that, that's kind of what, he, what he's sticking to. Uh, I think there's definitely some contract stuff involved there. I don't know exactly all the details on like what specific week and what, you know, when, when he comes back, but I, I don't, I don't blame him for it. you You really got to look out for yourself. Right, are you no, no one else is going to do it. And if you, if if you get hurt, like uh, what was it? Earl Thomas got hurt. He was in, you know, was thinking about holding out and there's like a whole contract thing and he just broke his leg. It, it, it's over. Like, he's, he's screwed. And I could see, you know, Le'Veon being like, I got to figure out how to, like, get this set up
0: for me. So are I do you, anything else. Are you more shocked on how Le'Veon Bell's season has played off more than – or more with Patrick Mahomes? What has been more su- Ooh, surprising? Because right. I didn't think either of these were going to happen. Gonna, <laughs>
1: I didn't expect either of them to happen, but I'm going to say Mahomes because I guess there was a, in the realm of possibility that uh, – that, that Le'Veon could sit multiple games, but I don't think that I thought it was in the realm of possibility that Mahomes would just look like the MVP and, like, just un,
0: unreal. I mean, how, how, uh, many, how many leagues did Le'Veon Bell go number one for in, in, in your fantasy leagues? How many leagues did he go number one in? Probably half of them?
1: Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Because it just it mattered on the time, because I had a bunch of drafts that were, like, close. Because once it got really close it was like wait hold on like the maybe the the week like the week before but before that yeah he was for sure the the number one guy was him or uh, david johnson
0: or mr todd Gurley, who's a teammate of jared goff which is the third name i mentioned Th- this guy can play football too i mean he has an incredibly talented roster and for, for me i know he looks like a good quarterback who can play football but he's definitely benefiting from a lot of good things around him. I mean, having Todd Gurley to hand the ball off it for one and basically starting on second down with second and 3 every single time, that's going to make your life a little bit easier. But he I got I got to still give him some credit of, of just getting the job done. Even with life being a little bit easier and a lot less pressure on him, he could still screw this up in so many different ways and so far he hasn't. And a lot of these receivers out there are I mean, they're just loaded. They're just loaded on receivers. And they're coming through too. The cup guy. Uh, man, man, he he looks he looks promising. Uh, that that Todd Gurley golf and uh, cup future. That looks like a, a a dynasty coming. And they got uh they got Brandon Cooks, right? They do have Brandon Cooks. They they have all sorts of receivers. He was he was
1: looking pretty good
0: last uh, week. Uh the, the Woods so, guy's good too. Long pass.
1: Pretty good. He's not trying to hurdle people.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the, you know, that may be no, the I'm most surprising thing. Um, I'm,
1: I'm pretty much over it.
0: <laughs> yeah, so are, are you still... How, how, much are, how much better are the Rams than everyone else right now? Are, are you saying agreeing with me that they're the best team in the league right now?
1: Yes, they are, they're the favorite to win the Super Bowl.
0: How good are they? Because that offense looks really good. They definitely have some playmakers on defense. As long as they're able to stay healthy, they, they just look like a really well-balanced team. We're only a couple weeks in, it's kind of hard to predict the whole thing right now, but man, they look, they look way better off right now. They look almost in late season form while everyone else is still in preseason form.
1: Uh, I'm not going to get too far ahead because we are only uh, a quarter of the way through the season. Uh, they've beaten, uh, they've beaten the, the Raiders who haven't had much success. They beat the Cardinals who haven't had much success, uh, Beat the beat the Chargers who are kind of right around there, and they beat the Vikings. Who so the Vikings Vikings are going to be good as well. So it'll be interesting as it goes along once they kind of play uh, some of the. Uh, it doesn't even have to be the elite teams, but I mean the the Cardinals and the Raiders look like they're going to be at the bottom of the league this year, and just kind of see how uh, how how that goes once they kind of get a little more of a a little more of a challenge.
0: Uh, they 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 dominated some of those teams, and they've been putting up points. They look they look like they're going to be a hard team to stop and i'm i'm going to say they're they're pretty far ahead than uh, on every other team right now but it's still early a lot of teams are still putting together i know the patriots specifically we're not really the team we're not the super bowl team until at least week 10 we're we're not that team that that you're going to be facing in those playoffs or wild card or however we end up making the playoffs we're not in that final season form until at least past week 10 and maybe even later, sometimes, I don't even know, we just show up late season, all these errors and mistakes and guys we've been trying out all just suddenly clicks. I have no idea how Belichick does it, and I've been a fan long enough and doubted them every season that they just put it all together that I just rely on it now. <laughs> I'm just waiting for it to disappoint me, and until then, I'm going with this philosophy that Bill Belichick is able to put this whole thing together by the end of the year, every time. And until he doesn't do it, I'm 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 not gonna be proved wrong. <laughs> I'll just wait and see.
1: I uh, I agree, and that's why I'm I'm not going all in with the you know the Rams are the best team that I've seen ever, and going with Mahomes as oh that's the best quarterback I've ever seen because uh, I've seen how this works where September all of a sudden becomes October and starts getting a little colder and people start to get dinged up and in two weeks all things can can really change
0: yeah well we'll see uh, I've, I've enjoyed the season so far there's been tons of scoring uh
1: the the uh the primetime
0: games have been good The thursday night games
1: have been good that's one of the things that's really jumped out at me uh they've been close there's been a bunch of scoring i know in the past though some of those thursday night games have just been oh, it's just, just awful like, you're watching it it's like why am i even watching this why am I staying up? I have work tomorrow. Do you, this do you, is this is uh you know, sixteen to sixteen to six or something, and just oh, it's just ugly football.
0: Do you think it's just better matchups? Because we we've gotten some, I want to say some really weak matchups on these Thursday games. I I've
1: uh I I I think sometimes you can't really plan that. I think some of it is just luck, and sometimes it just works out. And Interesting football isn't always good football, but I think we're getting a good good mix of, of both. Where if it's if we're going into the fourth and it's a you know, a one score or a you know a ten point game, I'm I'm still invested in it. If it's more than that, I've kinda I've kinda tuned out.
0: From from a fantasy football perspective, I still have a really, really, really hard time relying on guys on these Thursday games. They just they don't have enough time to prepare. If you got any if you got banged up in any way that Sunday before it, it's a it's a real quick turnaround. You're losing, you know, almost yep. half a week here of of, of days and then well, that
1: speaking that... of someone that uh that's going to be playing Thursday that shouldn't be dinged up and should be super fresh. What are your uh, expectations of uh, Mr. Julian Edelman?
0: Julian Edelman. I I well the thing is this it's weird for him is he is coming back from injury but he would have been ready week 1 without the suspension, right?
1: Oh, oh for sure. Yeah, cuz he got he got hurt in in, in the preseason last
0: so it, it's it's not even that he's coming back from injury. He's coming back from suspension. He He's going to be ready right. to go. He's going to be I, – I, I think he's going to be great. I, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be. I think we're going to need thing
1: him. Be the, the, you know, it's, it was an ACL, so.
0: I He'll, he'll be fine. I, I think he's a smart enough player, and I think he has enough chemistry and trust with Tom Brady that, that that's all you need to really be successful in the Patriot offense is you have to be reliable – You have to have that chemistry with Tom, and you just got to show up every week. And as long as you do all that, you'll you'll be okay. And I think the only thing that will be a little different is to see where Tom – Tom's really been spreading the ball out really well. We had a Cordell Patterson touchdown this past week. Dorsett had a couple weeks in a row. It wasn't great last week, but leading up to last week, he's been pretty good. Uh, Gronk has been the one that hasn't really been himself. Uh, Granted, I think he's just been blanketed with the defense attention every game. And yeah, one, they don't one,
1: have to look at anybody else. Once they, we have Edelman sure back
0: and now we got Josh Gordon in the mix, I think that is going to help Gronk really become Gronk again when they have to worry about an Edelman short route or a cross route or whatever and a deep ball to Josh Gordon every now and then. J- j- just keeps people on their toes. Uh, I've, I've been most impressed with the Patriots is, is James White, our, our Super Bowl hero, the, the 28-3 to Hero. hero he he panicked. he could just play too i i look at shane Vereen from from a couple of years ago and just knowing how reliable and how important he was to our offense through all those years and I, and I think james white is better i think he's faster i think he's stronger i think he's a better actual runner i mean just just some of the passes he's catching are are just they're perfect they're it, it just you never you never prepare for them you can keep an eye, an eye on this guy but there's a whole lot of other moving parts in the Patriots offense and these running backs that are able to catch somehow always find a way to get open. So I, I, I'm, I'm real impressed with him. I, I'm, I have high expectations in him in fantasy. I've drafted him, I think in all of my leagues and he is delivering <laughs> to say the least. Uh, For sure. Let's see. Speaking of, football and travel and road games uh, American Airlines has an interesting story today and I promise transition should be a little bit better than that one uh, a, a passenger w- was asked to did they do an emergency landing was he, was, or was he boarding the plane and then this You're, happened
1: oh, maybe not quite emergency but they, they they had to land the plane at an at a unexpected
0: all right so unexpected location there, there was an unexpected landing done when a gentleman refused to stop doing pull-ups On the plane? That's correct. There was a
1: a flight going from from Phoenix to Boston, and uh, a a guy got got on a flight with a a woman and and two dogs, which one dog on a flight seems like a lot. Two seems really uh, over the top. And it sounds like he was kind of like putting his stuff away up there and then was just kind of hanging out there. And then somebody made kind of a, a, a flippant comment, like, uh, are, you, are you like going to do push-ups? And started doing push-ups. And he stopped. Plane takes off. He orders uh, some beer and some some alcohol. And then decides, you know what, I didn't really get that full workout in. And goes back to doing pull-ups. And then is told by this the, the stewardess you know, several times, sir, Please stop doing pull-ups on on the flight. How well, he would how is not? He, is he doing and pull-ups he or push-ups? To do the pull-ups.
0: Pull-ups. Where is he pulling on?
1: On the overhead container, or you know, on the on the overhead bin.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> are those are those that strong?
1: So he must have his knees bent. I'm, that's that was my thought when I saw this. I don't. I know they can hold bags and stuff, but I don't think they're meant to be pulled on like that. I, I would not have expected that.
0: So, anyways, he's asked to stop, and and he, he doesn't stop. What what is his motivation of all this?
1: Can't stop, won't stop. I'm thinking, if you're the, uh, you know, if you're the intendant trying to get him to stop, pull-ups are really hard, especially. I mean, and you've been drinking. I'm thinking you just let him burn himself out. But apparently, he uh, he uh, you know is you know, intoxicated, and he kind of became uh, you know started calling the the flight attendant names and so they uh yeah, landed the plane he was he was arrested
0: interesting i i'll have to keep an eye out for that you know if i see somebody boarding my plane and uh they look a little jacked up i gotta i gotta make sure you know hey i, I gotta get to my destination here i don't need any any pull-up stopping me all right uh, you gotta you gotta hold off on all this <laughs> that's that's weird that is weird that is really weird yeah uh, yeah, that's that's a goofy one. that, that, that is that's just so straight I you really I, need to get his workout in. I personally don't think that those overhead bins would be able to hold. Like, assuming he's a you know an, a average male, that that that's a lot of weight. I, I'm trying to think of yeah, how heavy those I bags agree. could be in there. But still, it's not even just the bags. It's it's the force of it, and the end of it is is definitely just plastic. I'm sure the actual like base of it is is solid. Uh, and I also feel oh, yeah. like, was, was he not, like, disturbing anyone else in the row? Like, even if your knees are bent, if, if somebody's in the middle and you're doing this in the aisle. You, you, I'm you,
1: thinking that's why the flight attendant was coming by being like, hey, stop doing that.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: And that's probably why some, some people made comments like, hey, are you just going to do pull-ups here? Like, you're right in the way, man. I'm, I'm just trying to sit down, like, normal flight stuff.
0: Huh. Do you think somebody should have made a leg day comment to get him to stop? Maybe he just done squats in the in the little. He
1: so might start doing squats. Is that better? Uh, I don't know.
0: He, he could have just had suitcases on his shoulders over there, just doing squats.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what was what was going on in Boston. He needed to be so in shape for, but uh, <laughs> oof, he was really cutting it close.
0: Oh man, that that is a that is a strange story. I I would be so disappointed if we had to do an emer- not an emergency landing, but a unscheduled landing.
1: Yeah. Uh, they landed 90 minutes
0: late in Boston. That's, 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 uh, and that, is that a, that's like, that's like a federal crime, right? When you, when you don't listen to the the flight attendants.
1: Oh, like I said, he, he got arrested. He's in trouble. He's, he, now he'll probably have a bunch of time to do pull-ups now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What are you in for? Well, I, let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh hey just, now buddy i was just doing these you know the, have you ever done these they're pull-ups <laughs> that is Fine. Fine. that Fine. that is a strange story That that is maybe the stupidest thing i've ever heard that, that's that that that's a very serious offense i don't think he's gonna be able to get out of all that especially to the yeah
1: you do a lot of traveling so you know keep your eye out for that
0: yeah that that's strange uh speaking of expensive uh situations, and I I guess I suppose this is more of a lawsuit as well, Uh, there there was a gender reveal that went wrong and is now costing this couple $8 million in damages. What were they doing, and how in the world did this manage to run up a tab of $8 million? Alright,
1: so we've done the, uh, we've talked about the gender reveals, and we've kind of gone through that. Uh, This is one that went horribly, horribly wrong. So this was a uh, a border patrol agent was thinking, "Yeah, I'm gonna have a gender reveal party." Was out in the desert, and what the plan was is he was gonna fire at a uh, at a target that had some uh, explosive material, and then it would reveal the you know the the, the gender, you know, pink pink for girl, blue for boy. <laughs> well, started with that, but. It started a huge fire, 47,000 acres, uh, force it, it, forced residents to evacuate the area. And 800 firefighters had to come in to fight it caused $8 million in damage.
0: Was it a boy or they girl? They
1: are, it doesn't even say, I don't know if <laughs> it, it, I don't it, know if it, it like, <laughs> it, like that, it, that's not in the article, <laughs> uh,
0: isn't that the, is that the yeah, whole point of right, all this? It says it
1: right, here, right, right here in the article. Uh, Dickie and his attorney, Sean Chapman, couldn't be reached late Sunday night to confirm whether the baby was a boy or a girl.
0: Oh, man. Well, isn't that the point of all this is to let the world know what it is? Um.
1: Yep. Well, clearly
0: did not work. So knowing all of this, and we, we've seen some of these. We've talked about these before, seeing the amount of possibilities of how this can go wrong. Are, are these a good idea or a bad idea now? Obviously, this specific one was a bad idea. I don't think I've ever stormed up an idea quite as poorly executed as this. Uh, But I'm really starting to feel like these aren't as cool anymore. And these are becoming overthought and just bad decisions.
1: Well, on on one part, I think that one of the issues is people trying to outdo people and just kind of in the internet era of oh okay I've seen three of these so oh, my, I, I could never do that because oh know well, that's that's not new so I gotta think of something different uh, although I do like it when people do something that's specific to them you know if it's a baseball player so he does the baseball one but like that's kind of been done so but if you get something that's unique I, I could see that but I I'm, I'm just wondering I, I've, I haven't been to one of these but it's like there's already a baby shower, so I'm assuming this is a separate party. It's like, it seems just like a lot of parties, and I don't, I don't know. It seems I, like it could add up. You get kind of frustrated if you're, you're not, you know, you're going to all these. I think like,
0: any any couple, couple parties, any couple, even if you've been together for a while or if you are financially well off, the expenses of a kid on the way, regardless of your situation, is a lot. I don't want anything to do with a possibility of this adding. And just causing financial strain to your life for, for, for any reason. So if, if there's ever a scenario when we're gonna do something like this or I'm gonna do this with my, my significant other, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna really think this through of the simplest easiest way possible. And I'm not gonna try to make the next viral video. Do you know what that is? You just open an envelope.
1: Hey, 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 Zach. I'm I'm having a boy. That's the easiest way to do it.
0: All right. Well, that's, that's and
1: you just do that, and you just do that with a bunch of other people. You I, can yeah. even post it, like on uh, maybe some sort of social media website, and just says, "Hey, I'm having a kid. It's a boy or girl." You
0: know, well, an we, alien. We 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 both know these are going to have to be, I'll say, mutual decisions that we may or may not yeah. have the, the the power and strength that we are envisioning right yeah, now in, in this in this scenario. Yeah, we 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 may not be able to actually do. <laughs> What you, what you just described. We're going to have to go along with whatever we agree to. Uh,
1: yeah, I think but, we're going to save one of those, uh, you know, uh, compilations of all the ways that it goes wrong and then maybe just tag this article onto the back and just gonna be like, hey, you know, maybe we just do something else. Maybe we do our own thing. Oh, maybe man. we just don't go with the crowd. All
0: right, let me ask you this, though. Do you feel bad for them at all?
1: Yeah, I feel bad for them. Do you? They don't have to pay the $8 They don't have to pay the $8, million. They don't pay the 8 million, but they do have to pay... Um, I think it was like two hundred to two hundred thousand dollars, and there's definitely going to be. And I'm, I'm sure that they feel bad. They didn't go into this trying to, you know, create this whole incident for everybody. And it's an innocent enough thing that they were trying to do. It's not like there was nothing malicious here. Maybe huh. ill thought out, possibly. I it doesn't really go into details of like was this a freak accident or did he really like or was this really stupid. It doesn't really talk too much about that, but.
0: Yeah, I feel bad for him. All right, all right. Well, is you brought up you brought up Facebook and and, and obviously there's a, I think there's an, the goal of all this is to get attention out of this to make this as a as a viral video. I don't think this was quite the attention they were aiming to get. A little uh, but a little, we'll,
1: little more than the bargained for. But
0: but while we're on the the topic of of social media, I, I recently just celebrated a birthday. And I, I Happy birthday. Th- thank you, thank you. That that's not why I brought it up, <laughs> but. I did bring it up because... This is exactly why he brought it up, ladies
1: and gentlemen. He told me beforehand, he's like, I'm going to mention my birthday as many times as possible
0: I want the attention. I've waited 53 (laughs) minutes to bring it up in an hour podcast. I think that's fair. I think I've waited in my line long enough here, all right? It's time for me to get on the ride. Anyways, I bring this all up because of how ridiculous... It's the only point of Facebook right now to remind you of people's birthdays because Uh, I, I I enjoy the birthday wishes and i i would i like that it's a reminder and i like that people feel the need to go out of their daily routine to wish people happy birthday that's very nice of them and i'm grateful for the people who have done that for me but when everybody just kind of blindly does it and we all have facebook friends who you know, we may or may not know very well or we don't actually talk to but we keep up in their life and we wish each other happy birthday and that's probably all the communication we ever have is that is is that Really, like, is that good? Should should we just randomly be wishing people we don't really know happy birthday? Like, does does that really feel appreciative to have more or less strangers saying yes, happy birthday?
1: Well, I would say they're not they're not strangers. You you know them to different extents, but at some point you knew them enough to throw the throw the Facebook invite out there. But I I don't feel bad about it. I'm not like ooh ooh somebody wished me well. Gross. It's like, ah, nice. Ah, okay, cool. That, that, that's nice. That person took a little time out of their day. That's a busy person. They could have spent that 10 seconds doing something else. But you know what? I saw my name. They're like, that guy's a good guy. I'm gonna wish him a happy birthday.
0: I really only bring all this up to say this just feels like it devalues the actual importance of the day. Like they, there really is no point of birthdays anymore like i think you get to certain ages and you should just you should just stop i think most people do stop i think once you get over 30 you're just like nah i'm 30 you don't you don't you don't ever say any age over that I, or if you say mid 20s mid 30s early something you, you find any way possible to not actually use a number but i, I look at other holidays and I, I think you choose or other sort of events is that true is that not true
1: have you have you done studies on this?
0: Yes, I have done studies. I study people all the time. That's all Facebook is is a study on random other people. Extensive <laughs> research. Extensive research.
1: I because I, I I don't want to stop celebrating my birthday. It's it's a it's a chance to have a party. Why would you why would you say no to that?
0: No, I'm not saying we need to stop doing any of that. I'm just saying it's not that it, it's not that important to anyone's actual life when random other people are are valued and relied on to make that day more special. It's not that special of a day is really all I'm saying And all of this. And it would probably be more, it would be, it would be more crap on
1: Christmas with right now. It would be
0: more special of a day. If people were personally close in your life, wished you just your happy birthday like that and not the people outside of your circle that you never talked to that just saw it on Facebook and felt the need to go out and say it. They're great people for all that, but they would be better people if they were all in your life and a little bit closer. Is that not wrong? Is that not so true?
1: So you want the people that – so all the people that, that said happy birthday to you yesterday, you would really enjoy if they would reach out to you, say what once a week and find out what you're up to, and then say happy birthday to you next year. Yes. And, and you
0: know what? I, I could that reach out the to idea. them. I could reach out to them as well. All right. The phone does go both ways. And there's just a reason that we're all in the situation that we're in right now. And it's just I, I, I just think to add value to the event, it, it needs to be more valuable people in your life around it.
1: Well, I think that, that that's why there's different levels. There's the what you're describing as the the distant Facebook acquaintance. And then all it is is just like happy birthday. Maybe there's an exclamation point. Maybe there's not. That's it. But then for as you get closer to your, you know, your, your immediate family, you know, you're, you get a phone call. You get, um, you know, you get a small gift. You get a big gift. Like it kind of I think that's kind of how it irons itself out.
0: All right. Well, all in all, the real point of it all, I, I, I think there's a point to this. I, I, I'm not sure is that birthdays just really aren't that important on the on the pecking order of reasons to celebrate for me anymore and they probably shouldn't be important to everyone else's either uh, this is and that's just how it is it's cool people can continue what celebrate to celebrate people can continue to do all that you can find any reason to celebrate i, I think that's the silliest excuse ever that people need reasons to celebrate if you can go celebrate because you had a good day you just celebrate because you had a bad day sometimes it's better to celebrate after a bad day you may need it more hmm
1: no that's entirely true it was was just it was just your birthday and now you're going on this rant my birthday is coming up i don't i don't want to i don't have to skip my birthday
0: you don't have to but just as long as you know that's how i feel
1: (laughs) i would like i would like all the listeners to reach out to me on my birthday and say happy birthday i would i would very much enjoy that don't say it to will be a real shame if you said it to Will on my I, birthday, but you can just send it
0: to me. I'm not, I, I'm, you not tag ma- him. I'm not even I'm not even mad. You tag Will in my
1: I, happy birthday. Ooh, that would uh, that'd be that'd be rough for him. That'd
0: be a real shame. I'm I'm not even upset about people wishing me birthday happy birthday. I just wish we would have regular conversations throughout each other's life and actually be in tuned rather than just scrolling through the Facebook world and reading whatever highlighted life that fake life topics we posted on social media. I mean that, that's really not how your day-to-day life is on social media and for some people it is but for most people it's not
1: Dumb. well anyone that anyone that hasn't talked to will in a while maybe you reach out to him <laughs> it's not sounds like he would like to he would like to he's got plenty of time and he would like to talk to as many people as possible
0: Oh man this is making me look really bad I think I made a point but I think <laughs> I crossed that point for a long time ago and now I'm just spinning wheels and I'm stuck I, I, I gotta get out of this. Uh, This is
1: a little column
0: A, a little column B. (laughs) Hosted by William Nose for now until I'm banned forever for being the birthday hater. (laughs) Co-hosted by Zach Bishop, who is going to need another host soon after I'm banished from the internet. (laughs) Uh, Make sure you check us out at the website.
1: First interview question is, do you like celebrating birthdays?
0: Make sure you check out the website LCA check out Zach's Twitter name which is
1: wicked Z- man 24 my birthday is December 6th.
0: make sure you wish Zach a happy December <laughs> 6th birthday and and I'm actually I'm gonna have all the people that I don't really know that wish me happy birthday reach out to you so, so that you you can have that as, as a matter of fact I will. <laughs> I'm going to go back and I'm going to tag all the people I don't really know on Facebook, and I'm going to tag you in it to remind them to wish you happy birthday. Perfect.
1: That's
0: so, exactly so, what I want. Thank so you. that's that's what everyone wants, and that's what you get on this podcast. We, we're just people pleasers on here. We give the people what they want. We did it back-to-back Wednesdays. People,
1: Rose, we give the people what
0: they want. We'll be back next week. Thank you, as always, for listening, and make sure you wish Zach a happy birthday on December 6th.